Good morning, good morning. Today is the 15th of July, it's Saturday, and uh, it's currently 74 degrees here in Stockbridge, it's supposed to get to a high of 92, and uh, it looks like maybe some chance of thunder showers late this evening, uh, night. And uh, let's uh, pray and we'll get started. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, we thank you for what you're doing with the youth conference and all the response last night, Lord, and we just ask that you would encourage these uh, young uh, people, Lord, that you would draw them close, and those that uh, have just made some commitments to you, Lord, that you would just uh, just fill them with your spirit, give them strength to continue to walk in you, Lord. And uh, Lord, for the food handout today, we ask for your blessing on that. The VBS next week coming up, Lord, we just ask that you would do an amazing work there as well, and so. Father, we're just uh, lifting up all these uh, young people that you're bringing here to uh, just lift them up to you, Lord. We ask for your direction, your guidance right now as we get into your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, the Spirit promised to glorify Jesus. And that's if John 16 first. I've said all these things. To keep you from the falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that you told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to be going to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father. And you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment. Because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine, therefore I say that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. A little while. And you will see me no longer. And again a little while, and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that you say to us a little while? And why do you, why do you, we will not see you. And again a little while, and we will see you. And because I am going to the Father. So they were saying, <clears throat> What does it mean by a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him. So he said to them, is this what you are asking yourselves, what I meant by saying a little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy that a human being has been born into the world. So... Also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. And your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. 
Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. And that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. His disciples said, Oh, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming indeed, and it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. <clears throat> and then we have Second Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. And when I came to you, brothers, I did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom, for indeed, I know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my messages were not plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God." Yet among the mature we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away, but we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God declared before the ages of our, of our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given by us. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. The Spirit promised to glorify Jesus. When he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all the truth. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Now we have received the Spirit who is up from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The promised teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit guides us into all truths of the Word of God. When He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all the truth. As the Spirit fills this promise, He especially wants to unfold God's truth in ways that will glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. He will glorify me, for He will take of what of, is what of mine and declare it to you. This desire of the Holy Spirit is to bring glory and honor, not to Himself, but to the Lord Jesus Christ. But when the Helper comes, 
whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, John 15. One basic way the Spirit glorifies Jesus is by the revealing to us and bringing into our growing experiential knowledge the free heavenly riches that are that are ours in Christ. Now we have received the Spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. This is the language of grace freely given to us. The wonders of God's grace are poured out freely, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus to the praise of His glory of His grace, which He freely bestowed upon us in the Beloved. Romans 3, 24, and Ephesians 1, 6. What man deserves and has earned by his own sin and offenses is judgment. However, Christ supplies at his cost his death for us. This, the free remedy of eternal life. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. These freely given things of everlasting life include far more than precious gift of, the precious gift of forgiveness. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered up, up him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? We are not freely we are to freely drink from the river of blessings, including peace, hope, fruit, gifts, victory, etc., throughout time and even for all eternity. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts, and let him who thirsts come, and whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 21 and 22. Lord Jesus, these freely given things of God revealed to us by your spirit through your word, cause us to glorify you greatly. Please teach us to freely drink of these riches, yet more and more through humble dependence upon you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You guys have an amazing day.